entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are live from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast for this amazing setup and sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you need to check these guys out. Contact them today for a free consultation. If you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, we have a great episode lined up for you. This is someone that I've been connected with and have a ton of respect for, and we've been connected virtually via social media for a few months now. He is at the top of his game in multiple areas of his life and is truly on a mission to change the world. My guest today is Jesse Ladson. Jesse is the president at Ladson Construction and owner of Advocate Roofing and Restoration, both of which are in Jacksonville, Florida, and he's throwing an event here in a couple months called Contractor Con. Jesse, welcome to the show. Adam, thank you, bud. I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, excited to uh, to have you on. I know we connected uh, via phone call a couple months ago and just was really inspired by a lot of the stuff that you have going on and uh, was excited to have you on here as a guest. So I'm excited for today's show for our listeners, whether you're listening for the first time or you've listened to our outline uh, in the past, we bring on guests. We want to get the ins and outs of their entrepreneurial journey. And we compare that to that of the brewing process, thus where the Entrepreneur podcast came into play. But we like to start the episodes with where you're at right now, and then kind of backtrack from there. So Jesse, give us a little bit of an idea on where you're at right now, some of the amazing things that you have going on, and uh, what's, uh, what's, what's, what's going on here in the future. So man, it, first off, to, to be where I am now, I never thought I would, I would be where I am uh, mentally, physically, financially, but also e- e- even on our spiritual side of things, never thought I'd be where I am today. So, you know, 2022, I've got lots of construction. We're on track to do about 25 to $30 million this year. And we are about, we'll be four years in August. And the Advocate Roof Restoration, uh, that'll do about five to six million this year. And that company has been around for a year and a half. So both companies are doing great. Um, here in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm a native, born and raised. Uh, been married to my wife, who was my high school sweetheart, middle school, college. So she's pretty much all I've ever known for most of my life. And also have a four-year-old daughter and a female dog. So we can say I live in a house full of women. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, um, I'm, I'm always on the go. I'm always looking for the next big thing. Just like you said, Adam, I'm looking to leave an impact, re- re- really and truly le- leave a legacy for not only my immediate family, but my families to come. That's amazing. And yeah, I know you, you know, obviously have a lot going on, which I'm excited to dig into all that stuff, but really excited to dig into your story. And obviously, you know, how you got here, you mentioned that you could have never imagined where you're at in multiple areas of your life. And I think that um, as entrepreneurs, a lot of us are in that same type of mindset that uh, where we're at right now, even just one, two, three, four, five years ago, it almost seems like light years ahead of us. Um, So we'll get kind of started here with the history. So obviously every beer has a reason behind why it is getting brewed. I know you mentioned that you're born and raised uh, here or in uh, Jacksonville. So you've been there most of your life. Um, talk to us about, you know, what you specifically do right now on a day-to-day basis in, in your companies and some of the projects that you're working on. 
So, so being, so being the owner and, you know, still, still, still in the day-to-day operations, um, my utmost responsibility is making sure that I lead the team to success, train the staff, find, find new recruits, uh, find the next talent and and really, you know, embrace the leadership and the culture into the people. Um, I, I spent a lot of time networking. I spent a lot of time doing business development types type things, um, going to the events, um, seeing where our next investment needs to be as a company. So that's where I spent a lot of my time. Um, you know, one of the struggles you have as a young company is that you always get pulled back into the day-to-day grind. I'm sure, Adam, <laughs> you can talk to this, um, but but it happens and it's tough. And that's, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but that's that's been the biggest struggle for me Um especially at the pace that we have grown over the past few years is get out of that day-to-day grind and really, really work on the company and not so much in the company. Yeah. I think that's a, a fact that um, everyone gets drawn back in at any point within the company, but I like how you talked about working more so on trying to work. So on the business versus in the business and then really building up that culture because one of the things that I've you know came to realize is you're only going to be as good and as successful as your team and your culture. So talk to us a little bit about some of the culture things that you've created and kind of what that process has been, because it's such a key part to success in business. You know, I, I always, always laugh when I talk about this because I think, I think society and culture has greatly shifted since even I got into the industry. So I've been in the industry since uh, 2009, I graduated college, got into it. And I was always drilled about work-life balance and family first, but I was with a Fortune 500 construction manager traveling the world, doing all sorts of cool things. And it was just, it was a lingo, right? It was a slogan they said to attract the talent. But but really for us, it, it really is about integrity and transparency and honesty. And really, you know, what I tell my staff is, is that you're personally responsible for the decisions that you make every single day on the behalf of the company. So I give anyone in my company authority to make a decision. Now, some of those decisions cost me money. Some of them don't. Some of them actually make me money. Uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, I want everyone to feel a level of responsibility that they have in their decisions that they make. No, I think that's really cool. And, and you know, a lot of people talk about that, right? But most people don't actually act on it and then give yeah. their employees that responsibility and uh, it's a challenge, you know, obviously to do that, especially when it's something that you've built and you have the relationships on the line, you have the customers on the line, all those things. So it's really cool to hear yeah. that that's um, something that you've been empowering your employees to do, which I think is massive. And it's probably led to a lot of the success that you guys have had. One yes. of the next things uh, that we like to talk about is the ingredients. So obviously with beer, great beers are made from uh, great ingredients. But what are three things along your entrepreneurial journey that have made you successful? Wow. Um, so growing up, and I'll, I'll try to say this without getting emotional because I don't ever talk about this sort of stuff. So I had a, a older brother who was um, always raising the bar. Always said in the bar, he had a full ride scholarship to Ohio State University, air job controller, certified pilot at the age of 18. Huge, huge impact on people. And, you know, he uh, he passed away my senior year of high school, junior high school. And I was headed down a really dark path at him. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was going to be a licensed electrician, you know, make 40, 50 grand a year and be okay. Um, that ultimately shifted me um, without me even knowing so if you can imagine when, when that happened, my, I went through depression. I lost an older brother. I lost a grandfather. 
And that kind of catapulted me into where I was headed. And I had no idea. Um, I wasn't spiritual then. I, I just, it just organically, I just started changing over time. And before you know it, I woke up one day and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I feel like I need to live up to a, to a different standard. And ultimately that's what it led to be. And I, I really just started to get around the right people and invest back into myself. And, and ultimately when my mind started to shift, the company happened, uh, marriage was better. I got closer to, to the church, had my daughter. So that was the number one thing that shifted for me was a life altering event. Cause sometimes I, that we need that to happen. So that happened to me at a, at a young age. Another thing that has helped shape me is, is really having a mentor. Um, you know, I had a mentor going into the corporate world, a guy named Eric Dodson, that I still just cherish and honor and, and love to this day. And he's someone that I know I can call when I'm having a, a, a tough day or don't know what to do, don't know what's next. So, you know, a mentor truly helped catapult me as well. And, and then the last one is, um, you know, I hired my first business coach. I hired my first business business coach year two into the company. And I went from, I believe year two, I was 3.8 million. And we're going to do close to 25 to 30 this year. So having someone pull out that potential in you to say, hey, you can do more. Why in the hell are you holding yourself back? That's what I needed. And when that potential got pulled out of me and was extracted, holy crap, man. It was like next level shit started to happen then. Wow, that's that's extremely powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that story, you know, with our with our audience, because I know that's obviously emotional. I know there's a lot of things that go into it, but that's really cool to see how all of those things have made such an impact on you and your journey. And and I can absolutely see and just hear you talk about those things. And obviously they've had a, a big impact on you. So that kind of gets us, you know, into our next process where we like to talk about the brewing process as a whole. So obviously you talked about, you know, year two, doing 3 million to where you're at right now, doing 25 plus. Obviously a lot has happened in that time. You've hired business coaches, you've had, you know, a lot of different changes and things like that, mentors, et cetera. Talk to us about the ups and the downs of that journey and some, some things that you have, uh, you know, taken from it. Wow, the ups and the downs. The, the the biggest challenge again was was me getting out of the company because of how quickly we scaled. I was a project manager all all my life, and so all I all I knew was how to manage projects. I didn't know how to run a company. I, I had never in my life done it. Never even thought I would. Um, so how we started the company was was kind of uh, unorthodox in itself, but it all happened for a reason. And you know, I'm blessed where I am. But you know, it's um there are ups and downs every single day. Um, you know, I got a, I got a board behind me here that just reminds me what I need to do because of all the, all the curveballs and fires that come at you every single day of the, that, that, that we live this life. But, you know, there, um, gosh, you know, I like, I like to say that shit just happens and it happens quick. You know, I don't, I don't ever come into, to the business with a set plan. I've got to be prepared on, on what's going to happen and, and really, you know, where, where we are headed. Because, you know, I have found that the greater that we are as a company, the more people want to, reality is come after you, right? We, we have, uh, we, we've been into some, some, we'll say, uh, mitigation type deals, you know, that happens as business owners. Um, you know, you ultimately get, you just have to look at your time versus value and see what the best interest is. So that's obviously downs of a company. The, the up is when you're able to hand out, you know, 
fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in bonuses at the end of the year based on the success of the company. You know, a, a, a big change for us, Adam, was ultimately buying our first building, which is where we're in now. So, two and a half years ago, we signed a three-year lease, and we outgrew that office in the first year. And so, I was able to work a relationship, get it back out through a sublease through a flooring contract of ours. And ultimately positioned us to purchase 5,500 square foot that now houses lats in the construction and advocate roofing and restoration. So that has been a huge up for us. And, and, and for me, ultimately, with my four-year-old daughter and my wife, Adam, I love the ability to come when I want, leave when I want. But as a business owner, that cell phone is a 24-7 tool, right? It is a tool that we utilize for the business and Ultimately, you are a business owner twenty four seven. No, that I mean that that's a ton of insight right there, packed into one question. And and I really appreciate that answer. I, you know, I think we all struggle as business owners when it comes to, like you talked about, you just have to be prepared for yeah. what's to come. And oftentimes, you don't know what is coming. And and uh, you know, I like you talk about, you know, obviously the family time, extremely important. And then also the fact of the cell phone is that it's always on. Yeah. There's always people that can get a hold of you. They know where you're at. So talk to me yeah. a little bit about how you do prepare for those situations. Obviously, you can only prepare so much if you don't know what's going to happen. But when something goes wrong, how do you handle the response and the reaction and that type of thing. Cause I think that's one thing that our audience would love to understand. Yeah. That's always a huge piece to, to coming out on top and then getting better because of it. Man, I have, I'll tell you this, you, you can only get hit by a bat so many times before you just learn to take it and mm -hmm. you learn to embrace it. And it just, when it happens, you take it and you stay calm about it. When I was young, I was you know, I considered myself a little, a little hot shot. I was, I was hot headed. I was out of school. I, I had the degree. I was your boss. Like that's who I was. And I got humbled really quick, uh, really quick in life. And ultimately it took a lot of his lessons to humble me. And, you know, when, when I, man, this is so hard to talk about when, when I had got, um, when, when I spiritually accepted, you know, my, my position at the church, it, it ultimately kind of opened up a, a new Jesse for me. I, I learned to take a step back, look at the whole picture, be grateful for what I have and not be so greedy for what I want. Um, you know, I still work to this day to, to really be um, not in a complacent nature, but truly be blessed for, for where I am in life. Um, but as entrepreneur, the, you know, I'm a hungry guy. So I'm always looking for next big things to do, which we're going to talk about. But you know, it's just ultimately I have learned to to really be blessed and not get so upset on anything that can be fixed because anything can be broken, but anything can be fixed. Relationships can be fixed. Uh, flat tire can be fixed. Uh, you know, we had a girl's uh, computer go out. Why get upset about it? Let's just get another. Let's keep going. So I have learned to really just embrace those challenges because, you know, when I had the mentor in, in, in my business coach, I was, I was in the circles of the people that were doing a whole lot more bigger things than I am that I could ever imagine. And I seen how, how composed they were under pressure. I seen how they spoke. I seen how they had the eye contact and I just always, you know, I prayed and I dreamed it, you know, if I could just get to that point, if I could just get to a point of just being relaxed, 
and not so hot-headed and so impatient. Like, I wonder what that feels like. And I can truly tell you that I'm at that point. That That's phenomenal. So there's a lot of things. And, you know, obviously I'm asking the questions and asking the secondary questions, but there's a lot of things that I've already st- extracted from this interview that I'm going through a lot of those things right now. So I might be a little bit biased and I'm also, you know, saying this on this episode, but this is definitely one of the best episodes that, that we've had so far because of the insights and the things that you're sharing. So I, mm-hmm. I absolutely I appreciate, appreciate that, man. <laughs> um, you know, this is phenomenal. Um, so the next thing that we like to talk about is the fermentation and conditioning process within the beer. So part of the process there where you are waiting to see the final results of a beer and what it tastes like and figure out obviously what needs to be changed in order to make it that much better. So what is one, one of the biggest lessons, lessons that you have learned that you would share with someone that's an entrepreneur looking to save them years worth of mistakes? Connect with as many trusting and big-hearted people as you can, especially in the construction industry. It is all about relationships, and relationships go extremely far, and they are extremely connected. Um, I'll use an example. I had a request uh, this morning out of South Florida for a retail development group. I looked on LinkedIn. We're doing work with six of his clients already, so it was an easy way into that opportunity. So a lesson that I wish I would have learned at a young age is truly connect with people and be authentic with who you are, not what society wants you to be. Cause I think those are, those are two different types of people. And when you, and, and I did a podcast with Ben Newman and we we're talking about this is that when you truly get to a point in life to where you, you are accepting of who you are. And it took me a long time to be accepting of who I am, Adam, when you be accepting of who you are, embrace where you are, be authentic with who you are, what you say and what you do, like that is a really dangerous place to be in, but dangerous in a good way to where you can do some crazy ass things in life. Like do some remarkable things. I mean, I'm doing things right now that I never imagined that I I would be doing. I mean, I'm, you know, the amount of money I'm investing into these deals is something that I just always dreamed of. And I'm 34 years old and I'm I'm, I'm doing this crap right now. So it's just be authentic with who you are and don't continue to try to be accepting to others. The people that truly accept you for who you are, with you being authentic are the people that you ultimately want to be aligned with. That phenomenal. Again, I keep using that word and amazing with the the responses that you have here. I think, I think the key, takeaway for our audience there is society has us thinking that we need to be one thing when in reality we truly do just need to be ourselves and be authentic because people do business with those that they know like and trust and you you have a very hard time getting there if you're trying to be someone else and you're trying to put yourself in a box that you that's just not you so yeah. i think that that is absolutely and, and, and amazing Adam- and if I could, I want, I want to add on to that. So, you know, every company has a set of core values. The core values aren't just there to check a box. And honestly, I may have started that way. But what I found is that the core values represent who you are and what the company needs to be. But what you find is that when you start to align yourselves with people, you find that those individuals represent those core values. So the core values just aren't for your company. You're really trying to replicate that with clients and prospects that represent and embrace those same core values. Couldn't agree more. We, you know, we went through a a similar situation earlier this year where we kind of had some core values and then we reworked them once, you know, I got with my business coach 
And now it's things that not only are we talking about in every single team meeting that we do, but we're recruiting and hiring and going through that process by those core values. And we're also gauging our clients on those core values. And we're actively telling our clients, these are our core values. And if, if, if you don't fit this mold, if you're not aligned with this, if you don't see the mission, then you're probably not going to be a good client and maybe you need to go in a different direction. So <laughs> I, I love that you brought that yeah. up and started talking about the core values because it's so, so influential. So the last thing that we'll talk about here in the, the entrepreneuring process is the distribution. So within a beer that's taking the beer to market and obviously selling it. I know you got a lot of exciting things going on. So talk to us about some of the projects and things that are coming down the pipeline and what's next. So there's quite a few things happening right now. So, you know, one of the things that I never imagined that I, I would be doing is putting on my first conference. And if you had asked me this a year ago, Adam, I would have said, there's no way in hell I've got, why would I put on a conference? But my, my business coach, uh, coach, coach Michael Burt, one of the things he always says to me is that, the best way to get known is to be in front of people. And so we had, we, we went on this journey to create a community, create an atmosphere and really have breakthroughs for the contracting industry. Now, you know, Sam Taggart, Rupon guys are phenomenal. SolarCon, this is, this is different. Um, there's nothing in the space for general contractors, um, trade contractors that are not door to door. And so we wanted to replicate and create an atmosphere for those individuals. And so what we went on uh, was a journey of what's called contractor con. Um, it's a, a very large investment for us. I'm going to say close to $300,000 that we're going to have invested into this. It's going to be a two day event, October 6th and the 7th down in Orlando, Florida. We got uh, my coach, uh, coach Michael Burt speaking. I'll be speaking. We got business owners that have scaled their companies to a hundred, $200 million just within a matter of four to five years. I've got a uh, Ben Newman speaking. If you don't know Ben Newman, do some, do, just do a quick Google love, quick love to know ben. who he is. Ben, yep. Uh, ben will be speaking. I've got a, um, I got a tax strategist talking on taxes. How do you alleviate the taxes? It's your right not to pay them. How do we alleviate that? And we're going to do this over a two day span with VIP after parties, dinners, uh, VIP lunches, um, breakout sessions, one on ones. It's going to be, it's going to be incredible. And so that's that's my that's my next big move as as Jesse Latson. Now with Latson Construction, we are working on some things to expand throughout the state of Florida. So we're here in Jacksonville now. We're going to be expanding um, with another company down in central Florida over the next, I'd say, six to seven months. So that's ongoing. So ultimately, we're going to take that company to about from about 30 to about $80 million uh, within the next 12 months. And then for the roof and restoration company, we are continuing to add staff. We're, we're, we're pulling recruits in. We're buying vehicles. And ultimately, that company is on track to about eight million next year. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot of growth. That's a lot of exciting things. That's a lot of you know hard work and, and investment. Obviously, as you talked about, so I'm excited to to see how this progresses for you. I have no doubt that it will be as successful as you can imagine it. Mm-hmm. So, any you know, we'll we'll talk about you know where people can find you, where people can find information yep. about the event here in a second. But any last piece of advice for our audience? It's been a phenomenal episode. But any last piece of advice for the audience before we get ahead? I mean, out? my 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 piece of advice is don't don't ever sell yourself short, right? I I was raised in one of the smallest towns that you could ever. It's probably not, it's probably not even on the map. Um, <laughs> actually, it is. It, it's in Callahan. Um, extremely small town. Um, I had a single mother. 
I was I was raised in a in 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 a um, a very very small double wide. She was making 13, 14 bucks an hour raising three boys. Grandparents, you know, practically raised us because my mother was always scrap, you know, always scraping service for bills. Um, you know, missing meals because we can't afford it. Like, don't ever sell yourself short. Like, I have found that the people that go through the toughest times are the ones that always come out furthest on top. And so, I always tell people, look, look back at your life and really like, like leverage and utilize those life events to, as a, as a tool to push you to that next level. But this, in in my plan, right, um, I was never supposed to be where I am today. In the Lord's eyes, I was, you know, the, the Lord, the Lord had a plan for me and I am where I am because of that. But ultimately at a point in my life, I, I, I stopped cutting myself so short and finally started to give myself a little bit of credit. Ah, that's, that, that's an amazing way to finish this episode. So really appreciate that piece of advice and, and leaving our, our, uh, our audience with, uh, with that. So thank you very much. Jesse, I really appreciate you coming on here today. If you can let people know where the best place is to find yep. you, whether it's website, social links, all that good stuff, and uh, any yep. information about ContractorCon, because I know we have quite a few contractors that yep. uh, are listening. Uh, a lot. So there's a couple of things. So uh, for me personally, you can go to jessielatson.com. You can inquire there. Uh, emails go straight to my assistant. Uh, she funnels all the emails correspondence there. Um, my email, jesse at ladsonco.com. You can look at the, the ladsonco.com website as well. That's a company website. Uh, AdvocateRoosteration.co is another website. Um, but also ContractorCon. You can go to www.contractor-con.com and you will get all the information on the event. Uh, you'll be able to purchase tickets. We got anywhere from elite, pro, general to VIP levels. Um, we got sponsorship opportunities. Anyone is interested in sponsorships? Um, we are looking for a lot of those to kind of help alleviate some of the burden of the event. So you can gather all the, the information there. If you if you got questions on it, I believe it is info at contractorcon.com, which is also on the contractorcon website. You can send an email there. But if not, just shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Instagram is at Jesse Latson. Event Facebook, just look up Jesse Latson, shoot me a message, and I'll get back get back with you as soon as possible on that. Awesome. Well, for the audience, we'll have that all in the show notes. But Jesse, thank you very much for coming on today. It was an amazing episode. Absolutely, Adam. Thanks again. I appreciate you. Of course. And and I want to thank you, the audience, again, for tuning into the podcast today. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start or take your current podcast to the next level, then you seriously need to come check out what they have going on here. We'll see you all next week. And remember, Entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs aren't born, they're brewed. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney.